Talks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. I like it. You know, I I do wish probably that they would have done a little bit more, um, but this is a good move. I don't know how anyone can be not liking this move or upset with this move because, you know, there's really there's nothing to really lose from it. You know, you're just trading a backup point guard that doesn't play defense for a backup point guard that plays defense. And that's what they needed on this team. They needed a, a some bench defense, some perimeter defense, some guard defense. And so you got that in Patrick Beverly. Is it, you know, the flashiest move? Is it going to completely change everything? No, but it helps. And they are, you know, a better team after this trade. You didn't have to give up, you know, really anything other than, you know, again, paying in that 2027 second round pick. So you kept the 2024 second from Portland, which was the much more valuable one. And um, they now have more ammo to make a trade come offseason time when they're going to have two first to trade. So, you know, I like that they made a move and they still have some ammo later. Now, again, I you know, would I prefer that they have just kind of gone more all in right now? Yes, always. Like I do always want them to be all in every single year when you have a team this good. But, um, you know, I'm glad they at least did something because there was a brief moment where you were kind of looking at like, are they going to just not do anything? Are they not even going to try to address the bench? Are they just going to, you know, continue with exactly what they have but um pat bev will be a nice addition i like that he'll be a vocal guy kind of like that pj tucker role that he played in 2021 where it was like he came in here and he was he was barking at the coach a little bit he was barking at Giannis a little bit he was like getting in these guys faces like hey let's go you know and it's you need a guy like that sometimes um as long as they don't go too over the top with it but like guys that can push one another guys that'll you know make each other better and really bring that intensity it fires everyone up. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be helping everyone by doing that as again, PJ Tucker did in the playoffs. And with that, in that stretch run in 2021, um, you know, those guys respected him and they really did like playing with him. So I'm excited to have a guy like that. Um, we know he has a history with Dame, you know, a bad history where he, they've kind of gotten into it and had their little feuds and stuff, but you know, those guys are going to put that aside and they're, they're both ready. They're hungry to win. And you know, it, Dame already said, he's like, you know, competing for a championship is much bigger than any little feud I've had with him over the years. Um, so I, I'm excited to see them, you know, have a have a guy like this in the locker room. And again, a defensive presence that they haven't had um, all season long, really, on the bench. So it'll be, it'll, it's a good addition, and I'm glad that they did it. Can't stand this dude, man. I can't. Oh, I agree. Trust me. Stand, I cannot stand Patrick Beverly. I don't like Patrick Beverly. Yes. I don't like Grant Williams more, but I don't like Patrick Beverly at all. Now I was really quick, really quick. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I I would I would have disliked the Grant Williams thing more because A, he's even more annoying to me than Pat Bev. And B, I think he's just worse than Pat Bev on defense. Like I don't trust Grant Williams to even be better than you know what we already had. But I, I totally agree. I I didn't say this, but um yeah, when they made the trade at first, I was like, damn, like I I don't like this dude. Like he's I just have always been annoyed by Pat Bev. I've always he's always been a guy where I'm like, God, I just can't stand him. But when he's on your team, we're gonna love him. You know, we're gonna start to really like him and I'm sure we'll we'll get into it. So I yeah, I I uh definitely don't like Patrick Beverly. But the the crazy part about this is and I quote tweeted it. First of all, I had a a crazy day. My kid ended up uh, in the urgent care during high school because he got hurt playing basketball, uh, jacked up his finger. And I got to go see a hand surgeon. It's a whole thing. So I was dealing with that. And then I get a text uh, stating that uh, they got Pat Bev. So then I had to go look at my phone real quick to see what was going on. And it's a solid move. Like, I, I'm not mad at the move just because I don't like Patrick Beverly doesn't mean it's a bad move just because I don't like the guy. Right. So uh, 
I want to, there's so many things I want to get into on this trade. First, let's rewind to what you said of, oh man, maybe they're not going to do anything. When I was watching you on Twitter, like I always do, Mars, I'm keeping an eye out, seeing what, what, what's going through Nathan's head. And Nathan was the ray of positivity all day. Like even when things weren't looking like it was going to happen, he was trying to keep it positive, trying to keep it positive, trying to keep it positive. He was trying to keep it as positive as he could without like showing any type of a crack of maybe he's starting to doubt that this was going to get done. But the one thing everybody needs to understand is horse was trying. This wasn't a situation where horse was like, man, I got nothing. Like I'll make a couple calls, but we don't got enough to get this done. I mean, there was, I forgot. Was it Warren Janowski's podcast? I think it was yesterday where he said one uh, executive told him, that Milwaukee was calling everybody, throwing out different three-way trades and everything else. Like they were doing all this stuff, trying to figure out any possible way of getting different guys and how it would help all three teams. And so Horse was working his tail end off. So if they wouldn't have got Pat Bev and if they wouldn't have been able to do anything, it wouldn't have been for lack of trying or lack of creativity. The issue was, and the reason they couldn't do more was because they screwed themselves on any assets they could have had, meaning draft picks, by trading for Holiday, by trading for Dame Lillard, uh, and by doing these type of moves, you've been trading away assets for the last two or three years. And eventually, you're going to have to pay the piper. And right now, they kind of had to pay the piper because they didn't have enough to go get what they truly needed, which was a wing defender, which Nathan Marzian has been telling you for months. So now that you didn't get that, you had to get something. So Patrick Beverly is the next best to something you could have gotten because, again, as Nathan pointed out, he's a great defender. He's like Tucker. He's going to run his mouth and jaw, do all that crap we hate. But he's going to do it, and hopefully it benefits the Milwaukee Bucks. But the wild part about this whole thing was it was the only trade on trade deadline day that the player being traded was in the process of doing his podcast live when this whole thing broke down. So he gets traded, and then here come all these videos from his podcast popping up all over Twitter about him finding out, him getting a hold of Malik Beasley, kind of talking about Dame Lillard. Oh, man, I got my relationship right with Dame. It starts laughing, whatever. So you have that going on. Before that, you have the dude hosting with him talking about, man, crime rates going to go up in Philly if they trade you, man. Like, that. that's just, that's going to happen. Like, it's going to go crazy in Philly if they trade my guy, Pat Bev. And then you have Pat Bev going after, uh, everybody's favorite general manager in, in Philadelphia, Daryl Morey, calling him a liar. It's like, oh yeah, you just got to tell me you're not going to trade me and now you trade me. And again, we go back to James Harding calling Daryl Morey a liar as well. Uh, so it's all part of the process. Uh, let's see what I did there. Uh, that happens in Philadelphia. 